0: People are gonna judge you. People are gonna tell you can't do something. People are gonna make fun of you. You're gonna have a lot of failures. It's gonna take way longer than you ever expect. People will come and go in your life. People will screw you over, but here's the thing. If
1: you go through it and you keep pushing through it, you're gonna find massive success. Hey, y'all, it's Livy Redden. Welcome back to the podcast. I am freaking pumped for this episode. We had such a good conversation about career growth and just the ups and downs of life. Today's guest is Brandon T. Adams. This is someone I was thrilled to have on the pod. I admire him in many ways, and he is someone that truly is on a mission to lift others up, not just in their career, but as individuals. So Brandon is actually an Emmy award-winning producer and the host of the TV series, Success in Your City. He is a video marketing expert and advisor, and he's helped tons of companies and individuals grow their revenue, brand, and something I really love that Brandon focuses on is relationships and the power that relationships have, not only in your career and business, but just in your day-to-day life and the way the people around you influence you and how important it is and how, how to even get yourself around the right people to help you in your growth and in your life. Brandon also creates amazing in-person events And he actually has one coming up that we talk about at the end of this episode. I will be there. I'm super pumped for it. And to put the cherry on top, Brandon is an amazing speaker and storyteller and shares with people the power that storytelling holds. Let's hop into the episode. I know you're going to love this one.
0: I love this. I'm going to throw a bunch of ideas here because I, I, I love that I'm speaking to a younger version of myself. Like even speaking when I was in my teenage, early twenties, a couple of things to think about. For one, the thought for me and what's pushed me to be persistent, to push me to not give up and, and never give up for anything I do is the thought of if I didn't do something, how I would regret it one day. Yeah. And so I did, I shared earlier today on a podcast where we talked about how I went to Netflix and I showed up to pitch them a TV show because I couldn't get any other meeting. So I just showed up. Mm-hmm. And when I got on a plane to go there, me, even me back then, three years ago, I was nervous. I was like, shit, am I actually doing this? And all this negativity and these posture syndrome came ahead, my head, but I said, I have to do it. Because if I don't do it, and I told my wife, I'm like, if I don't do this, I will regret it for the rest of my life, even if nothing happens. And I knew it'd be like a 1% chance Anything could happen from it, but I went and I did it and I got escorted out huh. and, th- and, and I didn't get any kind of deal with them, but social media, I posted about it and thousands of people watch and people reach out to me and it helped us in many ways. And so obstacles like that, I always said, what if I didn't do that? Another one, when we travel the country and film the TV show around success, I, I and live in 12 cities. And I remember saying to myself, if I don't do it now, and I was 27, 28 at the time. I I knew if I didn't do it now, I probably wouldn't do yeah. it. And I said, screw it. I'm going to do it. And I had no regrets, even though I went through a lot of shit along the way. So to, to really sum that up is, for one, you're listening right now. If you're going through something difficult, I want you to think about what it would feel like if you didn't do it and you didn't go after it because you were scared. Think about how it'll feel years down the road when you look back and say you gave up or you quit. And that, that thought is tough to handle. So that's one thing. And the other thing is I learned early on, and really wishing I would have known this, like if I could go back in time and speak to my 18 year old self, I would say, Brandon, you're going to go through a fucking shit show. (laughs) You're going to almost go bankrupt. People are going to judge you. People are going to tell you you can't do something. People are going to make fun of you. You're going to have a lot of failures. It's going to take way longer than you ever expect. People come and go in your life. People screw you over. But here's the thing. If you go through it and you keep pushing through it, you're going to find massive success. And so I did push through it all. But it would have made my life a little easier knowing at the beginning before I had any wins that this is a part of the process and it's going to work and I will succeed. And because it took longer than I thought, but now as I'm 32, looking back on it, I'm like, I'm glad I kept going. And, and I'm thinking about this too. The moments where I'm in my apartment, DMing people, trying to get deals. Nobody's paying me any money. I don't know how to make money. I'm like, I'm going after my dream. I believe in it, but nothing was yeah. happening and I was I was doing a podcast show. And I'm like, is anybody listening? And then the podcast show led to doing an Emmy Award winning TV show. The whole point is if you stick with something, you don't care the people that are telling you you can't do it. If you just focus on what you know you can do and you stick through it, you're eventually gonna find success. And if it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. Honestly, my defeats and hardships in my life actually made me a better person. And if they didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. That will help your listeners understand. It's just part of the process.
1: A hundred percent. I love that so much. And I love that, you, that you're mentioning that, is, that it is a part of the process because we so easily look at our failures and think like that was a failure. Like I shouldn't be failing. And we have this idea that failure is bad and judgment even is bad. Um, and I think, I mean, it's just unavoidable if you're, if you're wanting to create some sort of impact and i want to fast fast backwards i want to rewind to what you said so you're on the plane you're you're wanting to go to that meeting and you think about that regret is there anything in particular like a piece of advice or or even how did you how did you decide that regret was was a bigger deal to you than possibly looking foolish or failing i mean is there an earlier experience that created that
0: you're, you're, you're a good interviewer, Thank you're you. A good interviewer, by the way, <laughs> I got to give it to you because I've been on probably 400, 500 podcast shows and how you're asking you. questions are really good. Use that recording. You know, that's a very good question. And as I think about this, thinking of is the worry of imposter or thinking about, am I going to have regret? I, I think it was, I think it was this, and now you're actually making me think here. I think it was this. When I was a kid, as you know, I had a speech impediment. Mm -hmm. And so most of us as humans, as we grow and get older, and in our 20s and our 30s, a lot of how we do things is based on how we're wired since we were born to 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Our adolescence forms us into who we are, some good, some bad. And some things, like if you don't change it and tackle it, it, it will fuck you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, And so for me, as a kid, I had a speech impediment. And so I was six, seven years old, eight, nine, 10. I couldn't speak. I had a list. I couldn't say my S's. I had trouble communicating. I wanted to avoid anything that had an S in it because I knew that people would make fun of me. And I felt very uncomfortable. Like it was the worst feeling in the world. And I got bullied. I remember people that would mock me and pretend they're speaking as if they're me and making fun of me in front of my face. Yeah, And I just told them, and that was an experience that happened to me that, hey, I don't ever want to experience this again. And I knew that I wanted to be somebody one day. I knew I wanted to do sales and I want to make money. And I, at that time, I thought it was going to be my family business and other things. And I knew that if I want to be great at sales, I had to master my communication. Yeah. So I started practicing in front of the mirror. I started speaking. I started telling myself that I didn't have a list. People would say, hey, do you have a list? I said, what are you talking about? Before I knew it, by the time I was 14, I lost my list. And I became a speaker. And now I get paid five figures Mm -hmm. to give a 60-minute keynote. But I share that with you. And it goes back to the whole regret thing. That experience made me realize that I'm glad I took action at a young age. It's crazy thinking about it, that mm-hmm. I took a young age because if I didn't, I'd be sitting, I wouldn't be sitting here today and I probably would have a speech impediment. And And so that experience really kind of ingrained in me as a human that you have to do things out of your comfort zone. And if you don't, then you're going to have to live with it the rest of your life.
1: So you're speaking my language here. I mean, my book is called The Sooner You Know the Better. And truly, like the sooner you can work through those things, it is radically life-changing and i mean even what a blessing that speech impediment was because it, it taught you that at a young age um i mean tough and it sucks to be made fun of and it sucks to have to go through something difficult but what a blessing at the same time that you were able to build that resilience build that life philosophy at an early age
0: but i, I got one more that's coming to me and i i feel like i don't telling me to share this one but it- everything that happens, it may be hard to understand in the moment, but it, down the road, you'll understand why it happened. And I, I know it sound what I'm about to tell you can be really like sound fucked up, but even death, I, two years ago, my wife and I were first to an accident. We saw a girl go by us and we saw her go off the road and literally roll into a ditch. And within 20 seconds, we were on scene and I saw a car into a tree and I saw a young girl laying as if she looked like an angel, how she's laying on the ground. My wife and I went up to her and it took 15 minutes for the ambulance to come. She was still breathing, but she wasn't conscious. And I... Long story short, that 15 minutes was one of the hardest things in my life. I still think about it. I still see her face. She's 21 years old. And I hated the fact that I couldn't do anything. And I won't go into deep detail. There were, there were certain reasons why I couldn't do things to save her. And she passed. Mm-hmm. So I was with her as she passed. And for the next month of my life, I saw her face. months, I saw people on social media and somebody that I had just met. Really, didn't even know. I felt like I knew her more than anybody else, and this is why I really. This is why I'm sharing this. For the the next year, I saw she was forgotten. The year anniversary came around, and a few people said something. I still remembered it, obviously. And so, two mm-hmm. things I took away from that: one, like, do I even matter? Do we matter? Like. 21, dead, gone, it's over. The other thing, my wife and I were going through a very tough time. That accident in the most messed up way, it saved our marriage. And so it made us realize that nothing else matters. Money, nothing. Then a day when we meet our maker, all this so-called success, our life is what matters. And you think about it could end tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if it does, for one, why? Are we happy with what we did while here? And two, when experiences like this happen, you want to live for that other person. And so I tell you all listening, not to get emotional on it, but something like that, which was such an obstacle, and it sucked, and death is the worst, but how can you pull out a positive in something that really sucks? And what I've learned to do is anything that happens, happens for me and i know again i just want to disclaimer like i know that can sound messed up but that's how i deal with life anything that comes at me whether it could be over the years almost went bankrupt to somebody dying to nothing going right to everything going wrong i say you know what this is happening for me and not against me i don't get it now but 10 years from now or 12 months from now i'll get why and look at it that way, it'll be a lot easier when things hit you in life because life is going to be crazy.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And, um, I mean, I think, I mean, bringing up death, I don't think that's a, like a fucked up thing at all. I think about, I mean, truly, I think I'm grateful for the timer that death puts on my life and, and the perspective that it puts on my life. And actually, you know, uh, as you, as you were telling that story, When I first spoke to you on that call, in that group call, I brought up my dad and you asked me why I do what I do. And from 11 to 17, watching someone experience their their last time, their last time eating, their last time walking, holding their hand and, and seeing them experience their last time breathing, it puts life into a crazy perspective where you just... It's so finite and i think even at a young age you're told like you have all this time you have all this time you don't know that you don't know that you have all this time you watch that young girl lose that time and i think it it gives you and i don't think that's something to fear i think it just it gives you gratitude for what you have if you let it work for you like you said and yeah i mean it's i mean this is like my life philosophy and and moving that into today as well you know i think it's very cool as I've been asking these questions, everything that you pretty much every way you've answered these questions is through story and through your personal experiences. And when I spoke to you for that hour, uh, it really, it changed my perspective in a lot of, a lot of ways that I'm not telling my story for me. I'm telling it for other people. And my question for you is, is there a specific time where you think about cuz i mean you've been telling your story publicly for like 6 years, 7 years is there a specific moment where you it really hit for you the way your st- telling your story has impacted other people or like one specific exchange where you were like wow i'm really glad i'm showing up and and that people do need to see me show up and that this isn't this isn't for me this is for the impact of everyone else. I could share
0: dozens. You know, I have a talk that I'm doing in 48 hours called Never Give Up. I'm giving a keynote on it and it's not only my story, but it's stories of other people that have had life experiences because every story I tell can relate with somebody different in the audience. And so uh, one example is I overcame the speech impediment. There was somebody, this was even like six years ago. I shared that story they came up to me afterwards and they had a speech impediment and they said, what advice do you have? Mm -hmm. And I told them what to do. Six weeks later, they sent me an email and said, I'm already losing my speech impediment. And so that example is so like it's home for me. And, And again, I from stories of being from a small town to death experiences, to business, to close to bankruptcy, these are all things that we all in some capacity are going to experience their life or have in some way. And when I share that story, people realize they're not alone. And when they realize they're not alone, it makes it easier for them to overcome what they're going through. And same for other stories, like whether it's overcoming domestic violence, it's drug abuse, it's a, it's whatever that may be, and even your story of your father. Think of all the other people out there that it helps. And I always tell people they're. Sometimes it's afraid to share their story. This is why I created Rise and Record the events, to help people rise up and tell their story. It's because yours, it's not about mm-hmm. you. And again, it's some stories, like it may not, you may not be ready to share. But when you are, your story could change somebody's life. It can help somebody in a big way. It could mm-hmm. save their life. But beyond that, if you want to look at a business standpoint, people work with people they can connect with and relate with. And the more you can put storytelling into your life, the more somebody is going to remember you, the more they're going to do something with what you said, and the more likely they're going to want to work with you versus somebody else because they connected with you on the story. And so that is the power of storytelling. Mm-hmm. That's why I do it. And, and I'll when I go give this talk here in a couple of days, I'm going to have people that come up to me crying because they're going through it or they experienced it, but it made them realize it's okay to go through that and that you can look at the positive of it.
1: And I wanna to touch on one thing you said too, that it's gonna, when you tell your story, it also makes people want to connect with you or, or work with you in a professional standpoint. And I wanna clarify as well, it's not that you're telling your story to get something from someone, but it's that people wanna connect with people. They want, and, and, and there's so many people I mean, we live in a world where you're constantly getting sold to, and you're constantly getting persuaded. And, and when someone shows up as a human, it's like, yes, I love this.
0: People want that. People don't want the, hey, look at me, I'm going to make this. And I mean, here's the thing. I, when you really believe in what you do and you offer, you believe it's a God-given gift that you can make somebody's life better. You will do whatever tactic you can in an obviously a positive way, to influence somebody to work with you because you know, it's going to make their life better. Mm-hmm. I look at it that way. There are people that I, I don't ask somebody or tell somebody, Hey, go buy this or do this. Unless I really think it makes make their life better because otherwise I wouldn't do it for them. And not everybody's going to be right fit. But that storytelling tactic is what gets people to be more likely to want to be in my world because I believe if they're in my world. I will make their life better. So I take it very seriously. And so, yes, if you are out there and you have value to give and you want to grow a business so you can provide more abundance for other people and yourself, storytelling is the most powerful thing we have. For thousands of years, we've been telling stories, whether in the Bible, you look at Gandhi, you look at Martin Luther King. What did they do? They use their communication skills to tell stories that impacted people, that influenced people, that raised money, that brought tribes, that brought good to the world. So if you can do your own storytelling process with your own way, that will change everything for you.
1: hundred mm-hmm. percent. And to be cautious of time, I'm going to roll into my... I do a few rapid fire questions at the end. So I'm going to roll into those. And I also want to say before we roll into these as well, I think if you're listening, I would, I would highly suggest that you start telling your story like Brandon is sharing because people need it. And you're doing a world a disservice by not sharing it. I agree. To one these questions. The first question is, what piece of advice do you give others that you often have a tough time taking yourself?
0: You know, that is a good one. I, I, I know what it is. And it's, there is no balance. I, I mean, if you're working on one thing, you're taking away from another. And I look, I always say success in all areas of your life, business, personal and mental, and relationships in terms of looking at family. I personally am still working on because I have a lot of things I'm doing. I'm working to be more efficient, to really grow and be the best version of me. But also along the way, giving the dedication time to my family, I am not, I could be better at that. And I admit that.
1: I love that. I love that you're, that you're willing to, to share that. Second question, what book contributed most to help you become who you are today?
0: Think Can Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Everybody should read it. It is the
1: Bible to life. I love it. Third question. What's a song you've had on repeat lately? Till I Collapse by Eminem. I've been listening to that song every day for the last 10 years. Perfect. Fourth question. What's the best thing you've bought that costs less than $100? I would say a phone, but they're, they cost more than $100. (laughs)
0: Um, you know, I, that's a good question. And maybe honestly, this would be random could be less than $100 a month for a gym membership, that, that or like Spotify, because those are things, mm. exercise or motivation, inspiration through music has made me think differently to perform at my highest level, which allowed me to do things better. And that's a random kind of way to look at it, but that's how I look at it.
1: No, I love that. That's a great answer. I love that. And then last question, what are you grateful for today? Big or small?
0: I'm grateful for the experience to have this podcast show with you because it's uh on all the shows I've done, this has been one that's been meaningful. And uh, I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful for everything that I have and and what I'm going to have. And it's... uh I'm just a lucky guy.
1: I love that. I love that. And uh where can people find you? I know you have an event coming up if anyone is interested in that. Socials, all that.
0: So I'm on, on social media everywhere. Brandon T. Adams. And, and our event, Rise and Record. It's happening in October in Nashville, Tennessee. You can go to riseandrecord.com. And I really think you should be there. Like I, I know your story. It's funny. Just your background. Out of all people, you should be there. But for all listeners, if you want to be able to share your story and do it specifically through video to grow your business, come to Rise and Record.
1: I love it. Perfect. Thank you so much, Brandon. This has been awesome. You're, you're awesome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. I'm super pumped to see you've reached the end of the podcast. Not only because you hung out with me and our guests, but because you took the time to better your life through the stories and advice shared on this podcast. And if y'all would go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, that would seriously mean the world to me. And if something in the podcast really sparked an aha moment for you... Please share it with those you love and get a conversation going because I truly believe that that is where the magic happens. So keep learning, seizing the moment and intentionally creating your life. Thanks for listening and I hope to have you back soon.